Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. It's Friday, April 14th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. A St. Louis author's book is teaching younger generations about the work ethic and character of Stan the Man Musial, who was making $65 a week when he joined the Cardinals in the late 1940s. And trying to save as much as he could to bring it home to help out his family. He just has a lot of characteristics that I think young people can learn from now. We'll hear from the author of Stan Musial from Denora, Pennsylvania to St. Louis, Missouri and the big leagues in just a few minutes. The Missouri House has passed a bill restricting transgender youth from receiving gender-affirming health care. There's no guarantee the measure will receive a debate in the Senate. St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Kellogg reports. Members of the Missouri House voted 103 to 52 to pass a bill that stops transgender youth in the state from getting gender-affirming health care like puberty blockers and hormone treatment. Unlike the Senate bill on the same topic, the bill does not include a clause allowing transgender kids currently receiving such treatment to continue to do so. It also does not contain an expiration date. Speaker of the House Dean Plocker said he would hope the Senate would take a good look at the House proposal. But Senate President Pro Tem Caleb Brown said he would prefer the House pass the Senate's version instead of the other way around. Nothing's dead until it's dead. Um, we, we don't get second chances on uh, huge, huge issues like that very often. Plocker says the House will pass restrictions on transgender athletes on Monday. In Jefferson City, I'm Sarah Kellogg, St. Louis Public Radio. There's another move in Jefferson City to limit gender-affirming care. Missouri's Attorney General says rules on the treatment are set to take effect in two weeks and will expire in February. Andrew Bailey says the emergency regulations are an effort to protect minors from what he calls harmful medical procedures. The regulations prohibit healthcare workers in many cases from offering surgery, hormone therapy, or gender-affirming medical care. The rules also require patients to undergo 15 hours of therapy and to show any mental health issues are resolved before they can receive treatment. Bailey says his office can issue the restrictions because gender-affirming treatments have not been approved by the Food and Drug Administration. Illinois Democrat Nikki Budzinski is one of five congressional delegates from her state serving on the House's Agriculture Committee. She believes Illinois could play a big role in shaping the next farm bill. St. Louis Public Radio's Will Bauer reports. Passed every five years, the set of legislation can have a major impact on food policy in the country. All three Illinois lawmakers whose districts touch the Metro East sit on the Ag Committee. That includes Republicans Mike Bost and Mary Miller. This is a great opportunity for for Illinois to have such strong representation on this committee, and I think it really points to the fact that the agriculture, the agrarian economy, is the number one economic driver for the state of Illinois. Budzinski believes low-income food benefits and biofuels will likely play a major role in the next farm bill and could even generate some bipartisan support. The farm bill is set to expire at the end of 2023. I'm Will Bauer, St. Louis Public Radio. Budzinski was a guest on Politically Speaking. The episode is at stlpr.org. Medication abortion remains available in Illinois despite a new federal court decision placing tighter rules on a drug that ends a pregnancy. Dueling federal lawsuits have created widespread confusion over mifepristone. It's typically used in combination with another drug. Dr. Allison Cowett is among several abortion providers in Illinois who say they will keep offering both pills. She says... People should not get the idea that medication abortion is impossible without one of the drugs. 
but that would not be as effective and has more side effects. Providers are making plans to offer more in-person abortion procedures if the courts eventually further restrict mifepristone. Advocates are also preparing to ensure travel and lodging for potentially more out-of-state patients. Muslims in the St. Louis region are using the end of Ramadan to celebrate with people of all faiths through evening meals as they break their daily fasts. Muslims say the celebrations are about community and send a message of charity and love to all. St. Louis Public Radio's Andrea Henderson reports. Akbar Rashidi and about 40 other Muslims joined to pray at sunset inside of the Afghan Chamber of Commerce. They used the time to talk to God right before they partake in the iftar meal. The 31-year-old entrepreneur settled in St. Louis from Afghanistan over 20 years ago. He enjoys breaking his daily fast during Ramadan with new people. To come in here together and sitting with everybody is a big thing for us. If you look around here, you don't just see only Afghans. You see people from everywhere. Rashidi hopes iftars across the region help people from various faith groups learn about each other. I'm Andrea Henderson, St. Louis Public Radio. A St. Louis-based author is working to make new generations learn about one of the Cardinals' greatest players. Stephanie Bierce has written Stan Musial from Denora, Pennsylvania to St. Louis, Missouri, and the big leagues. She says the book is aimed at middle school students, but people of all ages can learn from Stan the Man's approach to life. I spoke with Bierce about her book and the Cardinals legend. Why Stan Musial? Oh, because who doesn't love Stan Musial? I think one of the best things to remember about introducing kids to Stan Musial is a quote that came from Albert Pujols. It was um, shortly after Stan died, and Albert said, I wish my kids had the opportunity to be around him because that's how I want my kids to live their lives. I want them to be like Stan Musial, not the baseball player, the person. That's the respect I have for that man. And introducing kids to Stan Musial gives a couple of things. First of all, it gives them an opportunity to learn from someone who has great character, grit, determination, and also introduces them to baseball. And who doesn't want kids to learn about baseball and enjoy that? He was born in 1920. Mm -hmm. His last game was in 63. Absolutely. Enshrined in the Hall of Fame in 69. I'm not great at math, but that's a long time ago. It is a very long time ago. So expand on your strategy to introduce him to a new generation. Well, there's a couple of ways. One is through social emotional learning. And that's where we're going in and helping kids to have some heroes. And Stan Musial is a great hero. I've got a program called Stand with Stan, and it introduces the acronym STAN for skills, teamwork, attitude, new ideas, and discipline, which are all things that you can learn from Stan's biography and his history. And the other is his trajectory in life followed so many important parts of our recent history. He was born in the Roaring Twenties, grew up during the Depression, served in World War II, was there for the integration of baseball, and then actually campaigned for JFK. Just following his lifeline also helps kids really get a comprehension of history, too. I want to make sure I understand something you just said. You have an entire program to teach kids built around yes, Stan? I do. It's a 50-minute program explaining about Stan Musial's life and how kids can follow his example to 
be successful in their own lives. I also have another program that's called The Daring Days of Baseball, and that one actually follows the history and ties Stan's life to the history of the times, talking about him serving in World War II in the Navy and the different ways his life interacted in history. So do you take these initiatives into schools? Absolutely. And what's been the reaction when you get in front of the kids? Well, these are new programs. Okay. This this one, this book has just been re-released. This is just one of my books. I've got 36 books out there for kids. So I do visit schools and have a good time with them. I enjoy that a lot. Did those experiences strike something in your mind and say, hey, Stan Musial would be good? Absolutely. It's so fun to have a hero. And I loved researching Stan Musial because I've done a lot of books and done a lot of research and I've done other biographies. And you usually find something in there that's like, oh, really disappointed a little bit. But you know what? With Stan, I didn't. In all your research, was Mm -hmm. there anything that surprised you? I did not realize a lot of Baseball history as far as the low pay that Stan had to work in the off-season in Denora in the steel mills. He didn't consider himself poor, but he and his brother would go and dig in the area to get uh, coal to heat the house. So we would consider that Stan grew up uh, in lower socioeconomics, but he just had a great attitude. So those things surprised me. You don't really hear about those parts of Stan's life. Going from Pennsylvania to St. Louis to Cooperstown. It's just fascinating. It is. And he started playing professional baseball at 16. He was earning $65 a week when he started out and trying to save as much as he could to bring it home to help out his family. He just has a lot of characteristics that I think young people can learn from now. The hard work and the attitude that it was all good. He was excited about the things that he got to do. Thanks for taking time, and good luck with the book. Well, thanks for having me, and, and thanks for talking about Stan. That's author Stephanie Bierce talking about her book on Stan Musial. He spent 22 seasons in the major leagues and was a first ballot Hall of Famer. A big thanks to Jonathan All for editing that report. Ashley Lissenby is the news director of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.